You're listening to The Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Owen 60 Pod for all the latest news from around the OHL. And now here are your hosts, Reese Dumaney and Colin Ward. This is the 59th installment of the Owen 60 Podcast. I'm Reese Dumaney along with Colin Ward. Make sure to hit that follow button on all of our socials, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Owen 60 Podcast. Of course, the link is up there. For our link tree to find the podcast on your favorite podcast listening network, app, website, whatever you want to call it, uh, we are there. So uh, make sure to subscribe and like um, the show. We really appreciate it. And uh, we are back after our 14-day break, and it should be a good one this week. We got uh, quite a bit to talk about. We're going to go over the U18 announcement of all the OHLers that are headed to camp for that. Uh, We're also going to chat. The Stanley Cup, 13 OHL alumni winning the Stanley Cup and hoisting it above their heads on the Tampa Bay Lightning. And then the big event returns a little bit later than last year. (laughs) The event of the offseason. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what all OHL fans want to see. It is the second annual name bracket. We get it going this week. Interesting. And it'll be be a fun one. Tough because – you know, some of these players, you're like, who the heck is this? And I was like, well, they would have been in the league if we would have played a season last year. But, yeah, you know, things happen. Yeah, for so, sure. Uh, that'll, be, that'll be our roundup, round, yeah, roundup to, uh, to every show now until the season starts. We'll finish off with the yeah. main bracket. It's nice because the finals, it's nice because the finals could end like a week before the season starts. Yeah, exactly. So that's always good. That's, so that's always awesome. good. Yeah. Should be good. Uh, but yeah, to kick things off, the uh, Hockey Canada announced the U18 team development camp roster. And like I mentioned, uh, many OHLers are on this list, not just players, coaches as well. And we might as well start off with the coaches. Of course, the new head coach of the Sarnia Sting, Alan Latang, is an assistant coach on this team. Goaltending coach Charles McTavish, of course, with the Ottawa 67s. Equipment manager Chris Cook at the Kingston Frontenacs, who we will also touch on a little bit of a touchy situation for probably a lot of fans and yeah, personnel, part of the Kingston Frontenacs. We'll get into that. Yeah, tough one. Uh, tough therapist safe. Andy Brown, he's with the Owen Sound Attack. Therapist Andrew Satchkew. I hope I said that right. Apologies if I didn't. Uh, that's, that's one uh, – that's eh? a position you don't get the full pronunciations from is the therapist. So, um, yeah, Andrew is with North Bay, and then mental performance consultant Doctor Ashwin Patel from the Guelph Storm, also part of the staff. It's amazing all the helpers, like the people behind the scenes that nobody talks about, and how big their yeah. role is for the team. Like the mental performance coach is so big. Like when you go to a tournament like that, I mean, you saw last year with like the ups and downs of that tournament. I mean. The U18 team last year for Canada was incredible. I mean, Shane Wright, I mean, Francesco Pinelli's there, Brandon Othman, like, Connor Bedard, like, they were loaded. I mean, yeah. like, they still went through adversity, and that's where that uh, mental uh, performance coach comes in. So that's kind of huge. A lot of pre, uh, a lot of pre, um, like, pregame practice and stuff, like, pre-skates, a lot of yeah. that's them, like, doing the pregame stretch and stuff, like, you hear, like, make sure everybody's loose and stuff. They also do that, too, along with the trainers, so. That's interesting to see that role. That's an important role that I don't think yeah. many people talk about because it's so important to for like the team success and like the players are just kids, right? So like 
mental health is pretty big. So that's always pretty cool to see whoever does that. Well, well, I think it, I think it was almost shown a little bit more and these guys were kind of put in the spotlight and I hate bringing mm-hmm. up this event cause it was so crappy to watch. But uh, when uh, Tucker Tynan got that skate in the leg, you think of all the people that were involved in that, both from Niagara Ice Dogs yeah. staff and the London Knights staff, like trainers, equipment managers, you think, Oh, equipment managers, what are they going to do? Well, you know, it helps to not have a goalie pad in the way of a big cut like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the trainers were fully aware of what was going on. They were holding his leg and you see the equipment managers come by and help take the pads off, you know, help kind of be an assistant or, you know, just be there just in case they need something extra. So I, th- I think and that then- event as much as it sucked to see because of the season that Tynan was having, um, it really exactly. showed how he's a drafted goalie. He's a top four round pick. Yeah, he's a top exactly. four round pick if he doesn't get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. That was tough. I mean, that was the worst that following the Friday nights, so the Friday night game. So the next night, I remember the London Knights played at home and that was the worst game they played all season. I mean, mentally that takes a lot, yeah. a lot out. Cause I mean, there's a brotherhood, right? Like we usually played against each other in baseball, but if there's a big injury in the game, we were playing each other like him. I mean, obviously there's respect there. Right. And like, it's stuff like it's tough to see. So yeah, the mental performance trainers are huge in that department too, for the guys. I mean, that scene, the following week, the following Thursday, when Niagara beat Kingston pretty good at home, that scene was pretty uh, spectacular there with the players, how they just, I mean, they just threw like, it was such a big deal. The Meridian center is going crazy too, as well, because they knew it was at stake. And they knew what happened pre-hand, and that was right on to see how they reacted to. But everyone handled that perfectly as well. Yeah, and again, it's we're we're waiting for the day that we can see Tucker Tynan again on the ice in a Niagara Ice Dogs uniform. So, yeah, that return is going to be special. That return yeah, might well, be first game we at the Meridian ta- Center is going to be awesome. Well, we talked about that before. We talked about that before. I mean, the first game back at Meridian Center, you got Panel Femus there and Tucker Tynan. I mean, you know, Femus is the biggest pick in Niagara Heist Dogs history. If you want to look at it like that, I mean, second overall pick. Yeah, that's a high, big like, deal. That's highest a big pick deal. they've ever had since moving to Niagara because yeah. it was the first time they had yeah. missed the playoffs. playoffs, if you want to say that. Yeah, and I mean, it's a massive deal to get a top two pick, a top five pick. I mean, you look at the last top, you look at the last top two picks in the OHL, go to the NHL. I mean, majority of them do. I mean. Yeah. A majority of them are elite prospects. They're first round NHL picks the following year. And I mean, Niagara Ice Dogs got a special player in Panofemus. I mean, we had him on. He's a leader. He's a leader. His quotes that we took in the graphic, I don't know it off by heart, but I just remember you and I talking after the show and we were like, this guy's like, this guy's a horse. Like, he's a dog. Like, he's a guy that's going to win you a cup. Like, he's going to be a guy that you want playing 20, 30 minutes a night. Like, he's that guy to your roster. I mean, he leads by example and he's there for the guys, which is important too. So he's a guy that's going to be special too. And that when they return, because Meridian center, we saw the Akil Thomas, we saw the Akil Thomas return and that was huge. That was massive there after the gold medal and the day they got traded to Peterborough. Yeah. Um, that was wild. And to see uh, when Tynan comes back in Pano's debut, like, it's going to be massive there, the reception at Meridian Center. I actually can't wait for that because it's going to be exciting to see that for sure. Yeah. That, that by the way, home opener. By the way, I did uh, get the quote. Um, oh, B.A. 
God. It was it was it was it was worth it, right? It was worth saying. I remember I think it August third, twenty twenty, we posted this graphic. We're coming up on the one year anniversary. Yeah. We went on an absolute wagon through it. Yeah. Uh yeah, so the quotes we had from Pano and it was just sums him up perfectly. Uh, put the team in front of you. Team success yeah. is first and pers- personal success will come after. Yeah. And I just remember us thinking like, that's a leader. I remember that. I remember. Uh, his, yeah. Like I a re- 16 year old kid just said that. Yeah. I remember like, I remember like when we turned the mics off after and that was back at the studio. And I remember like, yeah. he said like, this guy's a captain. Like this guy's yeah. going to be the captain. Like he's a leader. And I mean, Maybe not this year, but I can see him being a captain two years from now for the Niagara Ice Dogs at 18. I can see after his draft. I can see his draft year this year. His draft year is this year. Unofficial third year, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So next year. Yeah. I could see that. I mean, he's a leader. He's a leader. He's the second overall pick. Second overall pick. Yeah. And I was thinking possibly A this year if he has a good training camp. I know that's a lot of pressure. I know that's a lot of pressure, but you think about it. But you think about it. You have Jonah. I was going to say, you, you never, you know what? To be honest, if I'm the Ice Dogs, I, you, you, can, you can name some candidates. You can name Mason Howard, possibly Cam Butler, but you, go, your guy. you have to go with the captain this year. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. think you do because I don't think a lot of teams go with the captain this year. I don't think a lot of, I think a lot of teams don't. I, I think Kingston, I think. One. Oh yeah, Kingston. It's basically already named. It's yeah. basically already named with Shane Wright. Yeah. But and Kingston has a core there as well. Kingston's got a nice core there. That's that's a core that you would love to coach and yeah. be a part of and control that roster. I mean, that's nice. Uh, that's a sexy team to be a part of there. Uh, it's tough. I mean, Kitchener, Kitchener. You have you have Penelope there coming back. You have Sabrango coming back after a massive year in Grand Rapids and yep. GR. I mean, he was huge. I mean, he laid the body around. I mean, he got some valuable playing time too. And unfortunately for guys like him and Wiz and Kingston, yeah. those guys have to come back. Those guys have to come back because they're just drafted last year. It happened a year before they'd be okay to stay, but that CHL agreement, they'd have to come back for that, at least yeah. the one year. Um, trying to think. Kingston has, or Kitchener has some good options. I mean, London, you got Luke Evangelista, who's a possible candidate. Uh, it's tough. I mean, Wager, I, you yeah, just really... – it was mainly just speaking in Niagara's situation. I know, and then I got off topic thinking there, about there is... every other team. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, no, it's all good. But, like, it, this, this applies to all teams. If there's no yeah. clear-cut captain and yeah. you, you it, can't make a decision after training camp, just as your team, you can't really come to a consensus – why and go really, with one? And really, unless it's and, mandatory, I'd have to read the rules, go over it again. But unless it's mandatory, then you can have two captains. If you can have two captains, you don't need a captain. I don't think, you yeah, need I have a, have a, have a, uh, have a home captain and a road captain. I've seen that before. Yeah. London did it last year yeah. with a uh, foodie and Regula. Well, what, it's what, nice to see Alec Regula get a ladder. Was it, get uh, to see, was it, wasn't it Dvorak and Marner? Marner. Like captains? Yeah. Dvorak and Marner. Home? Yeah, I think Marner, so. Marner was at home and Dvorak was on the road. Yeah. Um, but it was nice to see Regula get a letter last year or two years ago now in 2019 for the Knights just because Alec Regula did so much for that team. Yeah. And to see him get a C, it was well-deserved. I mean, he was on those teams the year they got swept to Owen Sound in the first round. He went through the losing 
season, if you want to say for the London Knights. It, I mean, there's not a lot of losing yeah, it, seasons, but they got, swept, it was. they got swept. They got swept four straight. Yeah. They got swept four straight in the first round. They're not happy about that. Yeah. I mean, the London Knights generally don't get swept four straight in the first round. So yeah. there's a there is a learning experience for Alec Regula. I mean, Liam Foodie was on that team too. It, it, just in that situation, you had to have those guys be the two uh, captains. But looking at Niagara, I mean, you have Jonah there. He's Jonah, Jake, who's, yeah. Jonah's a leader. Jonah's a leader. When you talk to Jonah, I mean, Jonah's yeah. a leader. He's a smart guy. He's a sharp guy. I mean, he's probably the smartest guy on that team. I mean, he all, the academic award, he's always up there yeah. for the Ice Dogs. So that's always nice to see. Yeah, so, I mean, you could you could throw Jonah's name in there. You could throw Mason Howard's you know what, though? in there. You know what's nice? You know what's nice right now? It's nice to be able to talk captaincy. But it's, I know, right? It's yeah. nice to be talking captains about no HL. It means we're returning to play, which is huge to see. That's all I was just thinking about that. You know what? This is nice. Yeah, I'm pumped, dude. Like it's gonna be nice to go like featured game, like featured game and stuff. Like that, those are gonna those are gonna be sick. Like kind of like Barry's debut with uh, or their first home opener with uh pretty sure it's well, the Howard. Yeah, that's gonna be massive. Yeah. That's gonna be massive. I mean, Gavin Solo lap in London going there six times. That's gonna be sick. First He's game pumped. in London. That's and, awesome. uh, and in last show he was pumped for that too. I mean, he mentioned about how like. He's been going there since like he's yeah. two, three years old. I mean, that's always cool. That's cool. It's always cool to be able to go to places and see guys come back to their hometowns. Like, so in 2019, when Riley McCourt came back to Niagara, that was cool. I always yeah. think that's yeah, maybe my favorite Jordan part about games. Was on it. She was on it the whole time with Riley yeah, with the video. There. Like that. That was awesome. Yeah, with his sister there on the bench too. Yeah, like it's stuff like that. That's that Ice Dog really Social Media Hall of Famer Jordan Musa. Hey, yeah, this two weeks in a row, a shout out. We're just gonna give a shout out each week. Yeah. yeah, thanks for all the help, Jordan. We appreciate <laughs> it. I better, I better get on that. Like, thanks uh, the appreciation. Don't send her an email. Just show up. up. Yeah, just show up, Tommy. <laughs> I always thought that was in like the code or something. The email before you go. I, I didn't I know. Mean, just show it, up. It, it, it means that you actually are kind of in tune with, Hey, I'll give advance before showing up and not just showing up in there. Yeah. Respect. Right, so. Yeah. I thought it was respecting. I didn't even need a name tag at the end. I just went in and sat anyway. Yeah. I got the Reese Dumania. I know I, at my third year, yeah. I didn't carry around my media badge once. Hey Reese, how's it That's going? Cool. Not too bad. Yeah. I walk yeah, out. The, yeah. 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 The, yeah. The usher on the top, uh, the right side going up out of the go. So you're in the media room. Yeah. And you go, like, it's not by the Zamboni uh, entrance. It's on yeah, the other yeah, side, like, by the main gate, by the ticket office. Yeah. That one, that, sec- that security guy, he always, uh, he, he never, yeah. <laughs> He's like, he was on it. I'm not, yeah, he knows you. Yeah, he knows you. I mean, oh, yeah, he yeah. does. So one time I left my uh, pass in my bag. And like, <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, I know you were here last game. You're good. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. Appreciate that. Oh, yeah. Look at you forgetting <laughs> your pass. All right. I always forget stuff, dude. Yeah. I take forever, too. I take forever. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So back to the topic at hand, as much fun as that <laughs> captain's chat was. Tell it, and um, telling stories. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, stories are always fun. We're just, we're just excited to get back to the OHL season. I mean, it's I sweet. know, man. Like, like geez. Yeah. I might have to take the first day off of – the first day of the OHL season off of work just so I can get pumped and ready to go. Yeah. I might have to do that. Oh, yeah. Well, Thursday – Thursday, Friday, so we can hit up Niagara and London back to back. Yeah, get our two team, get like our two teams like 
Hit them up right away. I'm down. Let's do it. A back to back featured game. Hundred percent. Hey, I'm just pumped. I'm just pumped to be compared. Like making a schedule about the OHL. It's sweet. On the U18 before. Yeah, U18s. Eat we'll a call and shut up button. Yeah, call and shut up. Shut up that was easy. Shut up, Colin. <laughs> Uh, with the goaltenders, one goaltender yeah. uh, is at camp from the North Bay Battalion. We had fun trying to pronounce this before the show. Dominic Tweetus. DeVincentis or Tis. Tweet us if we're wrong. North, North Bay Battalion. North Bay, you're on. Tweet us. Yeah. Tweet us if we're wrong. Uh, I'll give it a go. Yeah, Dominic so he is the lone DeVincentis. DeVincentis. It's Devin Sentis or Devin Sentis because of the two. Yeah, it's one, or the, it's one or the other. Yeah, we're close. One of yeah, us are wrong. Close. One of us are right. We're, it, I mean, we basically had the same pronunciation. 50-50. Yeah. Uh, on defense, of course, the next great superstar for the Hamilton Bulldogs, Jorian Donovan. Oh, yeah, this he, he does. Remember, we had him on the draft he show in 2019. very high on Jorian 2020. Donovan. Yeah, a lot of energy with the kid. Smart yeah. kid. Um He's got bloodlines, so that's always cool. That's yeah, always cool. You get bloodlines at play. I mean, you're going through the baseball draft today, and I mean, it, I mean, bloodlines are so important with Kevin Jack Leiter going number two overall. Bloodlines, so, so that's really cool. Jorian Donovan, awesome. yeah, they were. Jorian Donovan had a Jorian Donovan bloodlines. That's always cool. Uh, next, Donovan McCoy, of course. If you haven't read the article, Joe Vanderland, yeah. did a great job. Uh, writing a piece and putting it together for Donovan. So if you haven't read that, of course, on our website, uh, yeah, Linktree at the Own Sixty Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, go read it because it is really good. Uh, he joins Donovan on uh, on oh, two Belleville guys, two Belleville guys in one article. You're gonna get a lot of quotes in that one. Yeah, there's something in the water up there. There's something in the water. Up there. <laughs> Joel's uh, gonna text me when he hears this. Just chairing for me about. It's not a chair. It's not a chair. It's just something in the water. They talk. I mean, I'm from Delaware. There's a lot of talkers here. Look at me. <laughs> Very true. Uh, on to the next Another one. top NHL draft pick. Talk about energy. Of the North Bay Battalion, former show guest. Yeah. That guy's huge. Oh, man. You he see that post? Up. You see yeah. the post on Monday? Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah, that. you got. Man, he's, he's, Sunday, to go. he's gonna be. He's gonna be the next. Uh, might be the next oh. wall. Start oh, letting and, guys out. And, yeah. Oh, remember the remember the post he posted like a month or two ago when he was like uh, he was boxing. I'm like, that tag. I just tagged Jake Paul. That might be a future 0 and 60 thing, eh? I mentioned 0 and 60 in your uh, corner. Oh, we'll do that. All. Well, I'm saying. We'll walk them out. We'll walk them out. M- uh, MGM or uh, T-Mobile Arena in Vegas. We're walking them out. We got you. We got your boy North Bay. You're okay. Oh, he's ready to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the yeah. final defenseman uh, part of this group, Spencer Sova out of the uh, Erie Otters. I was excited to see him play, too. I'm excited to see him play, Sova. He's going to be good. Maybe. I want to see all these guys. Still. I know what I'm saying. I mean, it's been – you haven't been, able and it's to, it's right? it's unfortunate too with the Erie Otters. They're they're staying in the state of Michigan and Pennsylvania to start the season. So it's better to do it in in October yeah. than it is in February, though. Well, I mean, yeah, anywhere, I Erie, anywhere from Erie, anywhere driving from Erie or Owen Sound or Sault Ste. Marie sucks in February. 
I mean, I mean it in a nice way. Well, it's it, tough driving when it's a snowstorm. Well, even, it is, even Erie, it's kind of like London. The highway's not really, you know, right there. So, yeah, yeah. That kind of yeah, it's downtown by the ballpark, though. That's cool. See yeah, that's pretty sweet. Literally, the arena, the arena wall is right behind left field. Yeah, it gets smoked by uh, torcels and bombs right now. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah, I figure that one out. Him and Green hit seven and eight, and they had three of the four hits for the American League. But... Yeah, Austin Martin had the fourth. Yeah, I seen that. That was sweet. So our team's got it on the action. Uh, Jays take a Larkin, so he's got to be good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he's got to uh, be good. But yeah, that's the thing. The Erie Otters usually get the. You usually get one or two games in Niagara against the Erie Otters early on in the season. That's just the way the schedule works out. Test out the border too. Is, of course, the Erie Otters. Back when I was with the Ice Docs, they were, you know, phenomenal. Alex Debrinkit, right? Dylan Strom, like Radish Brothers. It was, of course, yeah. that was the 2016 year after. Season, yeah, but, the year after McDavid. Yeah, yeah. There was always that a fun cool, eh? when Erie came to town, and the vibe was good in the Meridian Center when the Erie Otters were there because it was your it was your out of conference rivals essentially. So yeah, uh, I guess London could be in there, but yeah. <laughs> that's every arena. Yeah, that's yeah. On to the that's forwards. Yeah. Uh, Sam Alfano from the Peterborough Peets joining his teammate or future teammate, I guess, uh, Donovan McCoy. Yeah. Nice value pick, eh? Looking back at the draft for them, that's a nice value pick. Getting Alfano. Next, another show guest, Panofemus of the Niagara Ice Dogs and future captain of Niagara. That'd be a fun Own 60 effect. Own 60 effect. Ooh. Oh, you're stamping it, are you? Oh, yeah. It'll yeah. happen. It's a fact. Okay. I'm confident with that ability. Yeah. It's like a well, player. Well, I, mean, I mean, we called Montreal beating Toronto. So, and yeah, no, nobody did. on Sportsnet did. So, yeah, take notes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, nobody, nobody in the media did. That, I don't think anyone from yeah. TSN did or NBC. I don't think anyone took Montreal. Maybe that one. No, the one guy. Oh, this is gonna be bad. That is it Angles? Eric Angles covers Montreal. He was the only one that took Montreal. He took him in like and he took him in seven. That's why I think he Montre- I wonder why he took Montreal because he covered. covers them. Yeah, that's the only one that took Montreal. Everyone else took Toronto. Yeah, awesome. that guy's a smart man. Yeah, shout out to him and that one guy. So is Steve that's Eisenman. Awesome. Hey, we were get that in we there. were two of those three guys, I guess. Yeah. Nice. Should tweet that, pin it. We, we were we were two out of the three we to pick right. Montreal and seven over uh, Toronto. <laughs> so we did it. <laughs> Put in the bio. Oh man, that'd be awesome. Uh, moving on, Sudbury Wolves. David Goyette. Uh, Ooh, nice pronunciation. You she nailed that. I like that, eh? Not bad. Oh yeah. The Radio next game. one. Owen Sound attack. Cedric Gwinden. <laughs> from the Barry Colts. Hunter Hate. Running guy, Kingston Frontenacs, Paul Ludwinski from the nice pick there. Sioux St. Marie Greyhounds. He was Bryce McConnell he, Barker. Hate was one of those guys that I was excited, or Ludwinski was one of those guys that I was excited to see because of Shane Wright. Like, I mean, that yeah. second line, Just like, anyone in there with to, the cherry Collins, yeah. and yeah, like anyone to play a big role for forward group in the future is he. I think he was going to be like the Mason McTavish. Like, you know how Mason McTavish last year, 2019, came onto the scene and just lit it up? Yeah. I think that was going to be Lundwinski in Kingston, just because the opportunity was there. And I thought he was just going to light it up. Yeah. So, 
that's another missed opportunity as a rookie who I was excited to see play this year. Yeah, well, I mean, this guy's a London guy, so I'm sure you're pretty hyped to see him play, like I mentioned, this from the Sault Ste. Marie <laughs> Greyhounds, Bryce McConnell. You yeah. Really wanted I, think to see so. I mean, Sault Ste. Marie, fourth, we'd have one opportunity. But, ah, yeah, couple when he came to other buildings, but. Yeah. And for the Guelph Storm, Matthew Poitras. Nice. Yeah. But they're, they're going to be solid. They're going to be solid. They, uh, I don't think they quite have that superstar. I mean, it's tough to have that superstar. I mean, like how Shane Wright was. I mean, they're obviously going to have Connor Bedard from the West. That's going to yeah, be huge. That'll help. But I mean, can you imagine, like, Connor Bedard? I'm not saying this. I'm not comparing it. But can you imagine like Panofemus with Connor Bedard? How how different is that? Can, I mean, Shane Wright, obviously number one overall pick, who's legit. Like he's in the league. He's the best one of the best players in the league. But like Panofemus with Bedard might be like a dream like line mate for Connor Bedard because Bedard's gonna score goals. Bedard's more of a in like. He's not as much of a perimeter player as an Austin Matthews, but he has the shot like Austin Matthews. He's more dangerous than really ice than Matthews, which, in my opinion, which is going to be with Panofemus, a smart two-way leadership-type player. Yep. I think that's a match made in heaven for Connor Bernard. I think that's, that has to be going into your draft year the following year. I mean, he could – honestly, he could break the scoring record, uh, Connor Bernard, next year in the right spot with some of these guys from the O playing with him. And, I mean, the defense core is going to be very good. For the UAT, it's team. gonna be really good. Like, I could see all the four fact, of these that, guys. That's on the better, yeah, yeah, that could be a better defensive core than what they had the previous year. And they won, I mean, they were solid. Yeah. That's how good they are. So, that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. I mean, it's gonna be a fun team. They don't, they have the superstars, and Canada might have a chance to repeat. It's a tournament where Canada wasn't necessarily the best team at, they haven't won in a while because I mean, generally, you have the OHL playoffs going on when this one took place right so they wouldn't guys wouldn't be there but having in the europeans all obviously they, that was a big deal because they're coming over to north america for the first time as well so that was a big one too but this canadian team has a strong chance of repeating and a strong chance if goaltend if the goaltending's up to par they're going to be a solid team for sure they'll be in the top three yeah 45 players in total were invited to this camp that will you imagine making that cut? Yeah, that'd probably be bad, eh? Can you imagine, co- can you imagine coaching that? That'd be that decision? It's I mean, like I'm not smart team, enough right? to do that, but... That's so tough. Like, that'd be hard. It, it honestly, it comes down to system stuff. It honestly comes down to system. Because, like, you see that every year, the World Juniors, a good player, like a good skater gets cut, like a forward gets cut. And it's yeah. not because they're a bad player. It might be just because of the system. Like, nobody really thinks about that. Like, Ryan Merkley a few years ago when he didn't make Team Canada when they won. I mean, Ryan Merkley was one of the top scorers in the Ontario Hockey League for defensemen, and he didn't make Team Canada. Yeah. Well, maybe it just wasn't right for the system. I mean, that's not saying you're a bad hockey player. He's a great hockey player. He's a good prospect. But maybe it wasn't right for the system. So that's always interesting, too. Like, how you're going to see a top guy get cut. And, I mean, it happened in the goaltending situation with Hunter Jones, right? That was a good learning experience for Hunter Jones as well. I mean, he said it on our show too. But it's stuff like that where guys aren't going to make teams. And you're like, why not? Like, he's good enough. Like, that's a bad decision. But it usually all works out in the end. And, I mean, it's, mostly it comes down to, like, system play and stuff. And 
all that in-depth, the uh, fine print stuff that nobody reads about. It's not the sexy pick, but it happens. Yeah. You always see that. Like last year with like New Hook and that and the World Juniors, like those guys killing penalties and stuff are massive. And uh, it worked out. Well, it didn't work out because you didn't win, but they were good. Yeah, this camp will take place uh, July 25th to August 4th at the uh, Seven Chiefs Sportsplex just outside of Calgary. And I would try and pronounce that uh, that town's name, but there is no chance in hell that I'm going to get it right. So It's loading. Mine's loading. You didn't even have it open? <laughs> to, I had the picture. To Tusatina uh, Nation? T- I want to say T-S-U-U-T. Like you might not pronounce the T. Be something we'd have to look up. S- we'll look it up during the break and we'll. Sunia? Sunia Nation? We'll look it up. Yeah. We'll say it right when we get back. Yes, we will. Yeah. And after the break, following the correct pr- pronunciation of this area, uh, Stanley Cup was awarded to the Tampa Bay Lightning again. Lots of OHL alumni part of that, including Fire, Spitfires defenseman Mikhail Sergachev, a two-time what a trade. Stanley Cup champion and one-time Memorial Cup champion. One of the best trades of this of the decade, you could say. Like it worked out <laughs> so well for Tampa Bay. You could say it's so bad for another team Montreal at all. Yeah, even though they went to the Stanley Cup Finals. Obviously, injuries happen, but yeah, um, that's the risk you take with making these trades. But sure. we, we will discuss the Stanley Cup and, of course, the name brackets coming up. Best part of the show in the summer. So we'll get to that next here on the Owen 60 podcast. This is the Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL. The Sutina Nation is near Calgary and the home of the U18 Development Camp. I looked it up. Bingo. All right. Again, because, have to trust Google because, sometimes, but because to get credibility in this world, you have to make sure it yeah, is right. It's very true. Fun fact: very Captain true. Obvious key to the week. That was. That it's was back. Very, it's back. That it's was like, very hey, Captain hey, Obvious. Hey, it's like the you. driver. It's like the driver's report. Driver's report was good this week. It was a good week of driving this week. It was good. There wasn't many nut jobs, but the city of London, I swear people can't drive in that city. People can't drive in the city. Brantford's not any better. I mean, that's true. Yeah, that's true. The other day, like when we were doing the first uh, Red Sox game, this nut job cut right in front of me without a signal. And I'm like, you got a signal. A fun fact, fun fact, fun fact, drivers. If you cut somebody off without a signal, a signal, that's your fault. <laughs> Same thing in baseball. It's your <laughs> fault. So. Use, it's there for a reason. You have to let people know. It's relaying signs. It's relaying signs. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> they give the Yager salute. <laughs> Mile high salute. Denver Broncos, what's up? <laughs> All right. Nobody needs to know about the Denver Broncos. Except for we win the Super Bowl this year. Not a big deal. Yeah. Sure. The Stanley Cup. That's I can't believe it. 13. 13. It should have been 14, though. Stanley Cup. Why? Steve Eisman. Steve Eisman. Our, oh. our pre-architect. It's too bad that he went out as a sweep. 
like the Columbus, but that Columbus getting swept to Columbus was so big for them. Yeah, like developing. Sure it it's wild. For sure. It's it was. Like they learned so much. It's like when the Wings lost, right? The first year, then they come back and win. Like that was huge against Colorado. Yeah. That's massive. I agree. Patrick Patrick Maroon too. Three timer. Three That's in cool. a row. Not three even row. Three Form, timer. Four former uh, London Knight. And same with uh I had a lot of people ask me this. A lot of people didn't remember Patrick Maroon on the London Knights. That's interesting. Yeah. It's, well, it was a while ago, anyway. Well, well, but, even even off the ice, you look at uh, uh, Guelph Storm tweeted this out uh, on July 8th. Barb Underhill, skating coach with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, big role there, Got too. to hoist the Stanley Cup. That's sick. Yeah, that's cool. There's a couple. I'm looking through their uh, tweet right now. There's another. Oh, where's the other one? Oh, and uh, Sorelli, too. Sorelli winning uh, winning OHL, winning the Mem Cup, and uh, winning two Stanley Cups. That's yeah. pretty cool. That team's going to dissolve, though, now, which is oh, yeah, unfortunate. Yeah. 100%. That, that salary cap loophole they found. I mean, it's just any game, right? Loophole, so, whatever. Yeah, I, I was mean, injured. What do you want him to do? You're on the IL, yeah, or IR. I mean, just kidding. He you're injured. Play. Like, you're on – like you're on the injured reserve, so I mean, it's not like you can't. It, it's not. It's not really a loophole. It's kind of honestly, it's kind of luck. Really smart. The lightning. It's kind of yeah. luck for the lightning. I mean, yeah, and it's brains. I mean, to find that out, that's pretty cool. I mean, don't whine about it. Be better. Remember, we always say that about when the we knights do say all, that. like when a lot of knights get the Americans, like in like every fan base complains about it. Okay, get your Americans scouts and go to work. Yeah, don't suck. <laughs> don't suck right? it's uh, like you can't throw a ball a 3-0 pitch down the middle anymore you can't hit a home run off of it don't suck yeah <laughs> uh, in total 24 players are graduates of the canadian hockey league that won the stanley cup this year uh, massive eh? of course we're just going to touch on uh on the ohlers and why not touch on three guys who did something special uh, with the Erie Otters, and I'm talking Eric Chernak, Anthony Sorelli, what a pick, and, eh? uh, and Taylor Radish. Well, what a pick that is, eh? Um, the Chernak pick. I mean, he was one of Tampa's best players. I yeah. think he might turn he might turn into the Shea Theodore. You know how Shea Theodore goes to Vegas and becomes that like legit number two. Yeah, I think that's Chernak, possibly in Seattle. I hate to say like where guys are going, like predict, but like. Obviously, he's not. He's going to be available for the expansion yeah. draft. I mean, I mean, Tampa Bay is going to have like five or six guys available that are pretty good, and Seattle's going to need cap, so you might not take a Chernak who's a little bit cheaper. But it's hard to pass on that. I mean, he's he was legit. Like he's one of their best defensemen. I mean, it was crazy. He's in there with a headman with a like with a Sergachev who had a heck of a playoff. I mean, he's right in there. McDonough, who had a good playoff as well, but he's right in that mix, which is pretty cool to see another OHL alumni at Erie, who not many people talk about, really, uh, come onto the scene like that in the playoffs. So nice to hear him, and you'll really see a lot of his career now, hopefully. Yeah, well, and like you said, the Tampa Bay Lightning are going to disperse, and it wouldn't surprise me if more than just uh, Eric Chernak, if he goes to um, – if he goes to Seattle, there's going to be more people. The Kraken, uh, release the Kraken. Like, I mean, yeah, that's tough. It's, uh, I know, tough to figure out to be. It's pretty cool. 
Barkley Goudreau, too, another really good player. Like, he's a really good player on a good team. It's like Pat, It's like Patrick Maroon, right? Maroon, yep. he's a really good player on a good team. And, I mean, there's a difference between a really good team and a good team, right? The Leafs are a good team, but they're not a really good team. Yeah. I mean, they're like a Ferris wheel. They go around and around and do the same thing every year. So, I mean, so, <laughs> that's I mean, awesome. Wayne, Wayne Simmons, two-year deal. I mean, that's kind of weird. I mean, you only have two picks in the draft, so kind of odd for the Leafs. Uh, yep. have two picks in the draft. I don't know how you're going to get better. With yeah, like, zero cap space, with zero cap space. Yeah, yeah that's, gonna that's get, the thing. Right. Like, you, you'd think the Maple Leafs would – do some of these, oh, we'll take we'll take the cap hit of this guy. If you give us a second, oh, wait, they can't do that because they gave nope. Mitch Marner so much money and William Melander so much money. Well, um, yeah. Oh, but, well, but Toronto's that team. To, there's the option to uh, trade them to other teams. Oh, wait, who wants to take on that contract? Toronto's that team where good players leave to go to better, to be better players. That's Larry Toronto. Murphy left the Leafs and won three oh. cups. Lou Lamorello, Lou Lamorello goes to the Islanders. Mark Hunter comes back to London. I mean, I'm not cutting up Kyle Dubas, but I just don't. I, I mean, I'm not the biggest Atlanta analytic guy. I mean, the Detroit Red Wings only have one analytics guy. Tampa Bay only had one when Steve Eisman was there, and they won the cup. So I don't know Price. how big analytics – yeah, I don't know how big analytics are. Mm-hmm. I mean – at the end of the day, you need that guy, that big defenseman. I mean, you need the Pat Maroons. You need the Mikel Sergachev. You the need Barkley Goudreau's. Yeah, Barkley Goudreau. Like, you need those guys to win. And, I mean, they, Toronto, Toronto, every year there's a rumor about a guy getting traded in Toronto and to the Tyler Bertuzzi rumors. Okay, so let, let me stop yeah. you there, Colin. I would like to introduce this segment called Colin Roasts the Leafs. And he's gonna. <laughs> I got to be careful what I say. To, uh, you got to get credibility. Say in this what is stupid about the Leafs this week? So everyone talks about the Leafs are, in, are offering Detroit about Tyler Bertuzzi. They're rating on Tyler Bertuzzi, on that, by the way. Just thought. Yeah, know. that's what. And that's why we're bringing it up because he played for Guelph. It's not just because we're Detroit fans. It's not. We're just bringing it up. He played for Guelph, and it, and it's out there. Elliot Friedman said something about that about Toronto being interested. I don't think Toronto is interested. I think Toronto is kind of forced to make this move. I mean, so Tyler Bertuzzi forced the Red Wings to the last second of arbitration last year. This could be similar to the Aaron Rodgers thing in Green Bay, where, but it's it's not and it is. So Aaron Rodgers, he just doesn't want to play for Green Bay anymore. And that's different than what Bertuzzi's doing. But Bertuzzi pushed him to the last second of arbitration. So he never played. Tyler Bertuzzi never played for the Wings, really. He had the back problem. He had the injury. Right, so Reese, we both know he only played like three or four games, like that where yeah, he, he was okay. Yeah, so he um, this could be Steve Eisman trying to see what Tyler Bertuzzi's value is per offer sheets, per offer sheets, and if he and big if if it's not just Toronto and Toronto, obviously, oh, we're gonna do, we're this is gonna happen, it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Uh, there's thirty one other teams in the league now with Seattle, so it's not just you. Um, I don't, I just think it's Eichmann trying to see what his true value is for Tyler Bertuzzi since he never played. And two, if Toronto's going to make that deal, if they're going to make that like trade, Toronto's going to have to give up a lot. You're talking Morgan Riley and a first for next year for Detroit to retain mm. all that cap. For Detroit to retain that cap because 
Mark Stahl got Detroit a second from New York. And that's Mark. Yeah, Stahl. that's what I was thinking. I'm like Tyler Bertuzzi for like a second and Morgan Riley. And then Detroit would have to throw in possibly a second and a third. Yeah. And then Detroit actually. would sign Zach Hyman. Yeah. Detroit wins Apparently they're high on him. So yeah. Well, Toronto, right? Because he went to Michigan. He played with any of his roommates with Dylan yeah. Larkin for one year or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever. Steve Eisenman's gonna do the right thing. Performer at Peter Rookie. He's gonna do the right thing. But I don't know. I just think that that's all. Of course, it's going to be Toronto. Right? That's offered. I just the room. Right. The, the rumors for a reason. The rumors well, for a reason. The, the thing like, that always that always I find interesting is for any baseball fans out there. Um, I don't know if you all remember the day that Ken Griffey Jr. was asked if he'd ever play for the Yankees, and Ken Griffey Jr. just flat out said, "The day I get traded to the Yankees is the day I retire." <laughs> Because he didn't want to play for the Florida. And and at some point, do NHL players look at the Leafs and looked at the fact they can't get past the first round and look at the fact that they overpay too many guys? Like, well, the overpay thing, if you're in the back nine of your career, you'll take that paycheck. You'll take that paycheck if you won. If you're Corey Perry, you've won a cup. Legit, would you say, I definitely want to go there and lose in the first round? I know. You're That's, thinking about it. It's like you have that has to be in the back of your mind. Like, I mean, the you, best trade the Islanders ever made was Tavares going to Toronto. That's the best trade the Islanders ever made. It wasn't even a trade. And it wasn't even they a just, trade. Okay, bye. Was, and, yeah, and Lou went, and Lou goes to uh, the Islanders. Yep. It, it wasn't we'll even Matt a trade. Martin Matt back. Martin. Yeah, Matt Martin, Comeroff. Like, Comeroff's a good third line player if you want to win. Like, Toronto's best year was the first year they lost to Washington. The first year they were going for it was Toronto's best year. Yeah. I mean, they had Martin at a third-line center with Bozak. Like, they had Komarov, another, like, checking yep. type. I, that's the best year they had. So, it's kind of odd. I mean, it's in, trading Morgan Riley, what does Morgan, trading Morgan Riley help out your defense? You're going to have to trade. Oh, but then they can afford Dougie Hamilton. So, what's the difference, right? What's, I mean, Dougie Hamilton, former Niagara Ice, the quality – quality defenseman really good defenseman but how much better is he than morgan riley i mean two years ago mike babcock said morgan riley was in the norris which isn't true which isn't right but mark the head coach said it their head coach said it so i don't know it's just odd to me and i'm just tired of rumors it'll happen when it happens but i just think it's uh i just think it's steve eisenman trying to see what bertuzzi's value is and i see what they can pay him because he hasn't played and to the least you're gonna take a guy off of a surgery that's that's a high risk that's a high risk taking a guy off surgery trading a franchise defenseman yeah. in the deal so i don't know that's a big risk and that segment was called colin says stupid stuff about toronto or call <laughs> what did i call it i forget already colin's uh colin's stupid thing about toronto i don't know yeah it's just a pet peeve. That's just a pet peeve in me of people thinking uh, about talking about offers and like rumors, thinking it's going to happen like right away. And this, it's it's official. Like the Buffalo Sabres want way too much for Jack Eichel, but that's something will get done. Really. It's going to happen. Yeah, it's yeah, but it'll be a lot less than what they think. Right. You're not getting. You're not we'll get getting a first, uh, but maybe one. You're not getting Lafreniere, Kako, and like three first, like. Some of that's not happening. Like, that's not happening. Nope. You're trading five. You're trading five first round picks for one player that's won 
play the crickets? Nothing. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just, I don't I don't like that, but yeah, maybe someone will. Yeah, sticking with that uh, that Stanley Cup champs list, something uh, Toronto fans aren't used to. Uh, Boris Kachuk, uh, former Sault Ste. Marie Greyhound, Man, calling he was so good. the ground. He was so good. he was so good in Sue. I remember at that World Junior team in eighteen when they won in Buffalo. He was one of the key players. I mean, I was at the box in the game against the Finns when Canada won, and he, uh, like, he looked so good in that game. I mean, off the perimeter going toward the net. I like that Kachuk pick was so good for uh, Ajman in Tampa Bay. And, of course, the back-to-back-to-back Stanley Cup champion, Pat Maroon, former London Knight. Could you retire uh, if you won three in a row? You know what? I get, yeah. As I much would. as he probably loves playing 33 years old. in the NHL, I'd retire. Three in a row? Are you kidding me? Yeah, he played for the London Knights in 07-08. He played for the London Knights. So, I had a couple of messages about that when he played for the Knights. I figured – I said 07, so I had it. He played 07, 08 uh, for the London Knights. Had, he had 90 points in 64 games for the Knights. Wow. That's solid. That's solid. That. How do you, yeah, how do you forget that? 90 yeah. points in 64 games. Uh, on to the goaltender, former Mississauga Steelhead, Spencer Martin. And obviously, Andre Vasilevsky is the best goaltender on the planet. So, oh, Spencer Martin, tough Hall, chance yeah. to play. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love that trade. Yeah, that was Kyle, Kyle Quincy. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, that worked out well, didn't it? Yep. Um, of course, we already there. mentioned Taylor Radish, the great things he did in Erie and Sault Ste. Marie. Uh, Mikhail Sergachev, Windsor Spitfires, won a Memorial Cup. He has every ring. He has every ring, but the, like the Olympic gold. Doesn't have an OHL championship ring. Yeah, that was odd. That was weird. That's one of the unique things about the Mem Cup host, right? Like, you don't have to win, you can win the Mem Cup. That's pretty... That's pretty – that's interesting. Like, it's unique. Well, you want I, that, too. Again, it, we've talked about this numerous times. Yeah. The host has to be competitive. Harry. They can't be garbage. Yeah. You could argue that that might be the best host in the last five years. Uh, Regina was pretty good for the 100th. They had a really yeah. good team. Yeah. Didn't win. But Sam Steele. Yeah. yeah. That team was good. Team. Hamilton Bulldogs, of course, representing the OHL that year. Um, Colin, you're gonna have to help me out with this. You're a London Knights guy. I was 16, 17 when they were 15, 16 when they won. No, nothing. Yeah, yeah, but Jamel Smith, Owen Sound, London. He was I, I, love, I love how I uh, exaggerated the Smith and not Jamel. Kind of asking, is it Smith how you pronounce it? But <laughs> it is Jamel, isn't it? Yeah, Giovanni's brother, Giovanni's yeah. older brother. Former Kitchener Ranger Guelph Storm. Yeah. Uh, Giovanni plays in no played Nolan Sound in London in 2012 and they lost to Shawinigan in 2012. The heartbreaker on Michael Hauser. I remember that. I remember going to the one game. That was the year they played Niagara in 2012. I remember getting out of school they early. They played Niagara 12 and 16. Yeah. In 12, it's the first year. Yeah. And I remember I remember I got out of school early that day to go to London. That's pretty dope. And I mean, it was an hour down the road, but it was cool. Yeah, yeah we but still, to, get there early, go to a bar where you can yeah, have a exactly. cop. Yeah, <laughs> root beer, root beer. Oh, so you remember those restaurants? You remember those restaurants? Like when you were a kid and you used to get the root beer and it was like the bottle. 
like the dad's root beer bottle. Oh, dad's root beer, man. Those are sick. Those are those are sick, though. Yeah, those are sick. When you used to be able, like, your parent, your dad gets a beer. You're sitting there with a root beer. It's like, what's that? Yeah, pretending to oh, drink yeah. real beer. <laughs> yeah, you're just sitting there with that's the like guys. The, the root that's beer. like the Popeye stick. <laughs> that was pretending me. to smoke cigarettes. It's like, guys, it's a Popeye stick. Yeah, I was guilty candy. of it, but it was candy. Oh, yeah. Popeye but sticks are still a, they're still mint. That's just a thing you do as a kid. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, like, yeah. like like when it's cold outside and you can see your breath. <laughs> I'm smoking. Yeah. Look. Or yeah. <laughs> or the other. Or when you take the hot water and you throw it, like it's yeah. snow. That's always good. Cool. I yeah, discovered that at like eight. Changed my world. <laughs> eight, 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 eight year old Colin was a nutcase. There's a lot of stuff. I mean, three year old Colin way- nutcase too. That's true. <laughs> yeah, picking out drivers from Grafton, Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Hey, next to on um, so. Wednesday night. So tomorrow night we have a. Reese and I had the bo- we're doing the broadcast for the Brantford Red Sox. You know what? In the during the game, I was gonna say that guy's a bad driver. That person's a bad driver. Oh, that person's a bad driver. <laughs> I know bad drivers. People can't drive in that place, and people just because they have a truck think they gotta go like fast in a public area. It's like, oh, you're so cool. Yeah. You're so cool driving down a street with uh in a school zone like squealing the tires. You're so cool. Like, yeah. That's like that's goals. That's goals. Oh, moving on, of course, to the former Sarnia Sting and the captain of the Tampa Bay Lightning, Steven Stamkos, and Rack That Cups. Is that a? I think that's a good debate whether we have it or not. Not have whether we have it now or not. I don't know, but does being a captain of a back-to-back Stanley Cup champion? I know Crosby's the exception. Iserman was the exception. Is he in the Hall of Fame now? Hundred percent. Yeah. I think Stamkos is a Hall of Famer. He has a gold medal. Was he the Sochi year? He got hurt though, right? That's when he broke his leg. Yeah, in Boston. Yep. So he doesn't. Yeah, because he wasn't part of 2010. No, that's it would have been 16 or 14. He wasn't on the point. Yeah, no, he doesn't have a gold medal for the Triple Gold Club for sure. He'll be in. A, he'll be on the next one for sure. Yeah. He's a Hall of Famer. While I look at him, yeah. Stamkos is a Hall of Famer. Just to be safe. Because I forget if he was on the ice with the medal, right? Like, he just went. Because the NHL was on a break. Oh, yeah. Because wasn't he picked for the team? Yeah, and I think he just went. So, he so he, so he won the gold medal. Even if he played, he would have won. Like, yeah. he would a big help. Yeah, of course, he's a two-time uh, Rocket Richard Trophy winner in 09 he's a and Hall 10 of Famer. and 11 and 12. I think Stamkos is a Hall of Famer. Wow, that's interesting. So we were talking Played part about of the before. 2008 World Junior Team. Yeah, we get those texts at like 10 p.m. at night going, take this player or that player. Stamkos is a good one. Yeah. And then I'll I fall asleep. In the chat. <laughs> I'll have to bring that one up tonight in the chat. Stamkos, like, <laughs> I think of a player. Because Stamkos is good. Like, Stamkos is obviously, he's legit. Like, he's elite. Like, he's a oh, top, yeah. Oh, I wasn't denying player. that at all. I know. I just think that, like, it's weird because I don't think he gets the credit he deserves on this cup team, right? Everyone's talking about like Kucherov, which is deservedly so. I mean, they all deserve credit. I mean, Point, Vasilevsky, and Kucherov were all in the con smite, but Stankos, yeah. like last year he comes in in that Dallas game and scores the goal there. Hurt, right? He barely played and he scores. That was a big goal to their team to boost them, give them confidence. I mean, your captain comes in like that, battling injury, and he scores. Yeah. That gives you a huge boost. So I've kind of 
I've pulled up his stats and not that his minor midget stats make any difference whatsoever in him being a hall of famer. He is an, he is an OHL cup champion. He had uh, most points in an OHL cup and he was named OHL cup MVP in 2006. Uh, in the he was the scholastic player of the year, uh, winning the Bobby Smith trophy. He was in second all rookie team as a picture of Owen power shows up on my computer. Um, he was a U18 World Junior Champion uh, All-Star on the team. He was a U18 uh, World Junior Championship, uh, most assists. Uh, in That's the five accolades. And he was five a major player accolades. on the team in that, in that tournament. Um, yeah, he's, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. I mean, it's I just, like, just underrated. Just like eh? off. It's funny. I know it's crazy to look back at guys and how good they are. Like yeah. it's crazy. Like it's respect. Like him, like Steven Stamkos invented to me is like the best goal line shooter in the NHL. Remember like against Detroit in the playoffs when like he'd yeah. be on the goal line and somehow snipe. Like, I know sit, you'd be like, how, how the hell that, did he do that? He's the first, like Ovechkin was in the Ovechkin spot. They got the face off dot, but Stamkos is down low, like on the red line. Yeah. And he finds a way to score. Like literally if you, if you're ever at a game, or on the ice or whatever, stand on the red line and take a shot and try to score, like, on the goal line. That's, like, yeah. it's literally straight on the goal line. Like, it's weird. Like, it's like you got to curl it around. It's like, you'll take my golf unintentional <laughs> goal shot. Yeah. Unintentional goal awesome. shot. But it's weird. Like, it's crazy how good you got to be to be able to put the puck in, like, the size of a puck the spot. Like, it's yeah. crazy. And Steven Samkos mastered that goal line shot, in my opinion, in the well, NHL. And even even just finishing days. off even just finishing off his OHL career 2007-2008 season CHL first all-star team uh, he won the top draft prospect award he was in top prospects game he was in the OHL CHL uh, Subway Super Series he was the OHL player of the month in October he was an OHL second all-star team member and he won the if, junior hockey championships uh, it's incredible. So if you're a scout, if you're a scout and you hear Scholastic's player of the year too, and like, you know, he's mature. Yeah. Like, you know, he's a smart guy. Like, yeah, he's that's more than just, decisions. oh, your grades are awesome. Here's an award. It's yeah. You know, wow, he's mature. actually, actually he understands um, how to be an adult and actually. And he's not here just, and he's not other than hockey. And he's not there just to say, oh, I'm going to the NHL. This is yeah. just a quick pit stop for me. I mean, that's how, that happens in the OHL. That happens, but... Yep. Sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't, right? Yeah, sometimes it doesn't. And that's just... That just goes a long way, I think, if I had this guy. You know, he's mature. Yeah. Like, that's a home run pick, obviously. So, yeah, right on. Stan Coast. And then finishing off with the players, Mitchell Stevens, former Second yeah. Spirit, and London Knight. I remember that. I remember that clearly when the London Knights traded for Mitchell Stevens. I was in grade 12... Uh, I forget what class that was, though. I was in business class. I remember sitting there on my phone in class. This will get me in trouble. Eh? <laughs> this story will get called in oh, trouble, well. but oh, well, that was a while ago. But uh, I remember sitting on my phone in class, and I just remember thinking, if the Knights get Mitchell Stevens, so he just came off that World Juniors, and he took all those big face-offs, and the Knights had a young guy named Robert Thomas coming up. Ever heard of him? It's kind of legit. But uh, he um, – no, I just did yeah, he elite player, but yeah. he um, but like I just remember thinking like Robert Thomas is in his draft year. I don't know if he's a guy that 
a draft. If you're going to go for the Mem Cup, you had Tyler Parsons there in his last year where you had to go for it because you had Max Jones, Victor Mate. You had a good team, right? Like you needed that true number one shutdown center. And Mitchell Stevens was so good in Saginaw, right? It was kind of like uh, Philip Hironik. When Hironik was in Saginaw, no one really talked about him, but he was legit. Like he's a top 10 defenseman in the OHL. Oh, yeah. But no one talked about him. So Mitchell Stevens to me was a top five center in the in the league. And it was like the value wasn't there. And I just watched him at the World Juniors and he was like the best player. Like he's one of Canada's best faceoff men there. So I'm thinking if the Knights could get him, they might have a chance. Because you got to play to shut down that eerie top line that year in Debrankit, Strom, and Radish, which was one of the best lines in OHL history. Yeah. So you're going to need to shut down center to win puck possession. And I just remember thinking Mitchell Stevens would be good. And I mean, He's a great responsible center now, too, in uh, Tampa Bay. So that's cool to see him have two cups as well. Yeah. I mean, he's won everywhere he's been. Just it's weird. No one really talks about him being a winner, right? Like, Sorelli's won everywhere he's been. Like, he, like, he has a Mem Cup. Stuff, oh, yeah. But, like, Are you kidding me? Anthony even, Sorelli with a great career with Oshawa and then moving on to Erie? Like, Yeah. Like, it's wild. Like, and then I look at uh, Mitchell Stevens. That's like Warren Fogle, too, in Carolina. When yeah. Fogle went from Kingston to uh, Erie, he's another one. We're like, those guys are legit and, like, it's weird. Like no one really talks about them. Like around the OHL, like no one really talks about those three. But like, yeah. they were really good in the OHL. Like OHL players. I mean, yeah, they were just they were just in behind plays, but... like higher touted like, and Sorelli. higher like exactly higher name well, Sorelli, players. Sorelli went. Sorelli scores the Mem Cup winning goal as a sixteen year old, right? Yeah. In Oshawa. Then he gets traded to Erie, and he's on the second line with Lauren Fogel behind. That's like Cernak too in Erie, right? And yeah. then he's on a line behind Radish, Strom, and Debrinket. It shows how good that Erie team was when they have Fogel and uh, Sorelli behind them. Like, that's impressive. Your top five. So their top five that year in Erie is Debrinket, Strom, uh, Radish, Sorelli, and Fogel. Talk about NHL success. Like, and then Saranac's on your point. Are you kidding me? That thing got to call that game in Niagara. I'm like, holy crap. These guys are – these guys are good. This might be a blowout, and then Niagara ends up winning. And you're like, that was a Keel's first goal. Uh, one that of the worst first. teams just beat the best team. But I know it's weird. Like, cool. but but the like, it's just amazing how good these teams are. Like, I look, I like looking back at it. Like, you look at like a couple years ago when they had that All Century team, like the CHL Century team. Yeah. When the night when the Knights got how good that team was, and then you look at like, it's not like that Mississauga Owen Sound year when Mississauga hosted the M Cup. Yeah, how good Owen Sound was like Bennington's and that, like they were nasty. Yeah. Well, well even, even the team they beat in Mississauga, Devontae Smith, Pelly, like yeah, Sizikis. Um, K- yeah, Casey Sizikis. Like it was that was a it's wild. really good team. Like so. I, I was doing that the other night. I was looking over like the last like ten OHL champions. It's amazing where these guys are now like we're the best players like mitch marner mitch marner can get all the slack he want like he gets but he's over a point a game in the nhl that's impressive like that's wild like people are saying like they wouldn't trade mitch marner for jack eichel and everyone's talking about good eichel is but that's how good mitch marner is like mitch marner's elite like he's getting the right spot and like that's how good he is like it's crazy to think like how good these guys are that's a quick topic that was random on my head the other night well, then finish, to finish this off, of course, we've got guys who are off the ice. Assistant coach Rob Zettler uh, used to be part of the uh, Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds. And then amateur scout Rob Kitamura, both winning the Stanley Cup this year. 
And on that note. Oh, and by the way. Oh, and by the way. Yep. Yesterday yesterday evening, the Stanley Cup parade, Nikita Kucherov's interview. That was awesome. And then poured beer on the guy's (laughs) head. And then 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 Patrick Maroon. That was awesome. Everyone just, they need a Patrick Maroon. You know what? I couldn't actually tell that was Mikhail Sergachev next to him. I had to look closer. I know. Holy with the beards, that, that's Sergachev, like with the beards. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Dang. It's just so fun. It's just so funny, Kucherov. He's just living his best life. Oh, they he thought they won the Stanley Cup. That was my interview after uh, Game Five, losing in the series. I mean, they thought they won the Cup. We had to win Game Six. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The that line, that Kucherov line, is going to live on. Like the quick line and like the Kane line, like the biggest bunch of beauties in the league. That's right up there. Yeah. The Qu- Jonathan Quick was awesome too in LA because like he didn't like he was he a just flopped around and then also he just let it go fall. like yeah and then all of a sudden like he was a quiet guy like Corey Crawford was like that too a lot of goalies are like that right because they're weird dudes but um he yeah, went that's true I mean Quick was always a quiet guy around LA and next thing you know he wins and he just lets it loose at the parade I, like that's the best part about when games win well Corey parade, I think. what was it Corey Crawford at the parade he goes. Bleeping right, Chicago. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, I and think then, well, my that, favorite part is the parade. I think that's my favorite part, the post-parade yeah. thing. I think that's my favorite part well, of the celebration. Well, even when the Kings were at the Staples Center, Jonathan yeah. Quick looking around, <laughs> look at all these bleeping guys right here. <laughs> I know. You don't expect them to say that. It's just, Again, were they sober? Probably not. But, but I just think, though, like, if you wait that long, like it is hard to win anything in sports. Yeah. It's hard to be, and I just think to win the Stanley Cup like that, and it's cool that you can say stuff like that. It's really cool, like in a world like this, where like stuff gets taken out of hand easily. It's so mm-hmm. it's cool, or you can still see guys in like the Stanley Cup, like really celebrating, like let yeah, them, I like, agree. You know, it's so hard to win. Yeah. Like it's crazy. All right, to the moment we've all been waiting for. It's time for the main event. It's time to. Yeah. (laughs) It's time. It's time to announce the names that we have chosen for the all name or for the name bracket of 2021. The event of the. We're only going to reveal four. First, first four matchups because we're doing every two weeks. Uh, leading up so, to the season, we want to make yeah. sure we get all of these in. So we will so do four players, two, two two matchups this week. Yeah, we'll do two matchups essentially per week and four matchups for two weeks until we're yeah. Until back. So the defending champions got a match. Yeah. Week one. Yeah, we've got 24 Great players. And for anyone wondering how the hell we got 24 players, of course, we have you to have to the, uh, the honorable Giancarlo Shanton. The champion of last year's the bracket, Swiss, the, automatic Swiss, the Swiss slugger. Yeah, he gets an automatic entry into this one. But the three other names, you may be wondering where they're coming from. Well, of course, most of you will remember that we did some featured games from out of the province, and that featured what up, what up Maddie Martin. Rowe? We did the Maddie Rowe Classic. We did Regina. We did. We did. Uh, we did the Regina Pats and the Saskatoon Blades out west. Don't and worry, Matt. We got you in here. Out we got east, your boys in here. Out east, we did the Charlottetown Islanders and the Moncton Wildcats. So we pulled one name from Regina, one name from Moncton, 
the Jacks. You know, we had to flaunt our flannel and pick one name from the Muskegon Lumberjacks. So. I don't have a flannel on, but I assume it's true. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, so in week one, four matchups to go. Matchup number one. And just for everyone, we'll release these Wednesday and Saturday until the next episode. So yeah. anyone listening so, on Tuesday, tomorrow night will be our first matchup. Um, the following Saturday, then the following Wednesday, and then the following Saturday again. So um, to start it off, we've got the champion, Giancarlo Shanton. He is taking on from the Moncton Wildcats, Owen Stammer. That's a, that's a name. sick name, Stammer. That's, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, Obviously, in tough against the defending champ, but Stammer, that's uh, not bad. That's some pretty good competition there. Yeah, it is. And then the matchup that will uh, go down on Saturday, Regina Pats goaltender, Roddy Ross. That's a sick name. It's hard to beat. Yeah, that's hard to beat that one. Yeah. And from the Jacks, Jan Scorpion. That's a tough That's, that's, that's a, a matchup. good matchup. The first, it's literally this – like this name bracket 2021 classic, if you want to call it, Owen 60 name bracket classic <laughs> <laughs> or in, invitational. Oh, man. Um, like the spelling bee, <laughs> the invitational. <laughs> uh, that's a, this is a tough one, though. There's no easy win. That's tough, man. Like, Honestly, I'm going Stammer. That's a sick name. I'm going with the upset week one. Stammer versus Shanton? Yeah, I got to go Stammer. Man, that's a pretty sweet name. So the defending champion's the first person out. Yeah, for the, I think the, so. the 2021 name bracket. I think so. That's tough. I'm going Swift Slugger, but I might change my mind and pick Stammer the day of. It might be a game time decision, but no, you know what? I can't do that. I can't do that. I gotta you gotta change your guts. pick. What is I, this? Yeah, I can't do that. What is Jeez. this? Yeah, the price is Brutal. wrong. The price is wrong. You know what? No, I'm going the Swift Slugger, Giancarlo Stanton. Stammer. I'm going. I'm going Giancarlo Stanton. I, as I take like the hammer thing, like the judge. Yeah, I mean, I'm going Shanton, the Swiss Slugger. Uh, matchup number two. Who I'm going Roddy Ross. I'm all in on Roddy Ross. He's my he's my ride yeah. or die this year. He's your uh, he's your whiz. Oh yeah, well, he's my whiz this year. Roddy Ross. That's a sick name. Yeah, Roddy. Roddy Ross. Yeah, yeah I'm going. I agree. I agree with you there. Scarpic's just a check name, right? So like it's not really like a name. Like it's like it's the, I mean it's like, not really in Czech, it's different for like it's different, right? Because we're in like we're an English speaking country, right? So it's different. Yeah. But like Czech's like that's normal. So I don't know, Scorpic, man. That's I'm going dope. Rob. That's a pretty sweet name. It is yeah, it is good. I'm going I'm going uh Rasa. Yeah. <laughs> and then Matty <laughs> Yeah, we inside, thought about Connor Bedard, but play is better than his name, so it's all good. Yeah, um, they're like picking one of us. Week two <laughs> in air quotes. Yeah, uh, week two in air quotes. Media name bracket. We uh, hit the OHL. We start with the Barry Colts. Arthur's Seelovs will be taking on Will Cooley of the Windsor Spitfires, and a repeat name from last year because it was awesome. Austin Swankler, Final Four, Otters, Final Four. taking on Costa Manikis of the Sudbury Wolves. This year's name bracket is so competitive. Like, know, right? It's so tough. Way too much into this, but I don't care. It's our go-to. This is going to take us right till like opening yeah. night. And like opening night, how we get pumped all the up. festivities, 
all the festivities in Barry Niagara, like in Barry, the Barry Niagara game, like all the festivities, and then you got the name bracket like right before that. So yeah, I mean, it's it's all OHL day that way. I mean, you got the name bracket, and hey, Barry, you vote your guy, you vote your goalie. Yeah, I'm going Archer's Seelovs in this one. I think this one's oh even, same, yeah. same here. I'm going Seelovs. I mean, hey, if he wins, your guy, your guy, yeah. opening night OHL season, we crown a champion. But exactly. hey, Niagara, hey Niagara, you never know. Shan- the Swiss slugger, he's he's just signing Swiss. But I mean, we had to put the defending champion in there. Yeah, and I mean, we got Augustinelli in there too, so we might be able to mm-hmm. crown him. Don't uh, frown him, crown him. Second matchup, I got to go back to Swankler. That's still pretty sweet. Austin Swankler, big fan yeah. of that. Yeah. So the only so one we, we disagree on, on is, the one, is the first one. Yeah. Danton against Stammer. Stammer. Yeah. Uh, of course, we will have these polls up on our Twitter and Instagram uh, at the Own 60 Podcast. So have your say. Who do you think has a better name? Don't miss out. Or you'll be like matchup one drops on yeah. Wednesday, July 13th or 14th. <laughs> We need to do we need to do uh commercials like for this to vote the one don't be a London driver and vote oh. sixty uh name bracket classic twenty twenty one. I need you okay. to stop what you are doing. I need you to immediately stop and what you are doing stop right and now. Think about what and you're vote. doing. <laughs> but yeah, that's me every morning. Yeah. Me too. Or every time I go to talk about commercials. <laughs> Blonde. Blondes, Reese. I don't know what it is. I think it's the hair. It's not me. It's not me. It's not me. It's the hair. All right. And on that note, uh, play the horn. This one's over. It's a fun one. Fun Fun episode. Episode number fifty-nine in the books. Yeah. Good. In uh, in fourteen days, it uh, should be fun. Hopefully, we have more stuff to talk about. That'd be nice. Yeah. U eighteen team. Yeah. Should be a good one. So. uh, We'll call it here, and uh, we'll chat in 14 days.